Oh my god. Ooh. Ooh. Mike is in this audio engineering mode right now. You should see his face. He's so focused. So I'll make sure it's recording. Dude, it is recording. Right? I still can't hear myself. I don't know why. I I think you just don't have your headphones like loud enough. I feel like I cranked them up all the way. No, it should like be all the way to the top. Yep. Okay, and then it's all the way on the Yep. Really? Yep, yep. Here's a question. Why don't you try these headphones? Try these headphones and see if it's louder. Okay. We're still going over the intro. That's the, like, <laughs> the intro's gone. We're still talking. Yeah, I, can he- I can hear it a lot better in here. You can hear it a lot better? Really? Maybe not. No, see, I, I feel like you're tripping, dude. I feel test, like, you, test, I test, feel test, like test. you're thinking of, like, it's like a placebo effect because you're not using like studio monitor headphones. You're like, these must not be as good. Test, 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 test. I guess I do hear myself maybe. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my voice is showing up on there, so who cares? <laughs> like, I mean, that's the way you got to be thinking about it. Am I right? Oh, God. <laughs> the tangled web Mike has weaved with these cables. He's got his mic over in Timbuktu. He's got the headphones over in Saskatchewan. And here I am over in lovely, sunny California. <laughs> y'all, y'all, if you would have just seen how close the bong came to being absolutely demolished it right now. It literally rolled around on the edge of the base. See, I like this so much better because I can actually hear myself and I feel like I'm not yelling into the mic the entire time. Is that right? Dude, if I you, is feel, that right I me feel. one more fucking time, I'm going to, I'm going to deck I mean, you. There's nothing else to really add. I'm going to John deck you. Whenever I don't have anything else really add, but I'm like I got it. Like, oh, is that right? Oh, is that right? Is that right? That's. Why don't you Why don't you try uh, the age old trick of public speaking, or rather, uh, public listening improvisation? Oh. Yes, and just <laughs> or reminds me of. Furthermore, furthermore, henceforth, thereafter, as everybody here knows, staying in that vein. <laughs> Oh, please tell me what, what vein we're going to be going down. <laughs> That's why people say that. Did you watch? You didn't watch the debates last night, huh? Dude, I was so mad. Like, I looked at a YouTube clip last night of Bernie Sanders saying some shit. Yeah. And I, like, pieced together as I was watching it. I was like, oh, this was, like, just a couple hours ago. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so bad at doing my civic duty. I just watched the highlights afterward. Oh, the highlights? Like, uh. The ESPN zone. There, if yeah, go in the bag. Red one, black one. Those ones will work. That's not gonna work. Mike pulls out the 2015 NBA Warriors <laughs> champion lighter that I haven't that used since the first one 2015. That, the first one that was in there. Did you see them? They absolutely. If it was a street Ooh. fight, the uh, well Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders bludgeoned Mike Bloomberg to death. Good. Yeah. As they should have. I was like, what are what? you doing? The fact that Mike Bloomberg, look, let me be clear and reemphasize that I have not been doing my civic duty as all, at all. But the fact that Mike Bloomberg is even a running possibility in the oh. presidential candidate. Yeah. Dude, candidacy. All, all it did last night was confirm that he is a complete joke as a candidate. What the? F- How did he even get so far? Was it money? Yeah. It's got to be money, dude, right? He, dude, he did throw a nice little shot in at the end. He was like, because they were all saying like, yeah, and to support me, go to my website or text this number. And he's so, like, you don't need to support me? He said pretty much. He said, yeah, and to support me, go to my website, Mike Bloomberg. You know, we'll do, he goes, and I won't be asking you for any money. I'm like other candidates. 
pretty much saying like I'm funding my own race. He even said earlier That's kind of fucked up. He was trying to get kudos. Dude, they dude, they carpet, Okay, well, I mean here, let's think about it this way though. Him, though. You know, a lot of people uh voted for Donald Trump based on the premise that he was good with money. Yeah. Do you think that that is what Mike Bloomberg's trying to do cuz I I would totally see that. That's you know, only- somebody who's got hella money. Look, keep it a buck. If I've got hella money, uh, for sure, I'm going to run for president because you know yeah. what? I've got all of the logistics taken care of, like Mike Bloomberg probably does. He, I've got the advertising. I've got the campaign that's people. They were saying, they were right? saying the only reason that he was uh, – because he hasn't participated in any other debates or primaries to this uh-huh. point. Really? Yeah. Nothing. So now he's he's not just an ass. He's a douche too. He just It was like – it would be like if you and me were running for class president and all of a sudden the class rich president. white kid was just like, oh, yeah, my dad uh, is going to help me put a bunch of posters and shit. Oh, yeah, my and dad's like- <laughs> going to totally revamp the school lunch system. There's yeah. going to be a McDonald's in the fucking cafeteria. Yeah. yeah how do you beat that? Dude, no, this is how they beat him because – You ask for a wall. You didn't see what Elizabeth Warren said to him? No. Because no, Mike, Mike – oh, I didn't yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep asking. <laughs> so you didn't see it then? Are you sure you didn't see it? You didn't see it. So you didn't see when then uh <laughs> No, so Elizabeth Warren goes, dude, she said the greatest line ever. This is gonna be my new thing. She said, What kind of uh guy are we gonna put for president mm-hmm. who has like all these cause he has a bunch of sexual harassment harassment. Harassment. Bunch of sexual harassment. Oh, harassment panda. I don't think that one's gonna <laughs> threw it right at the mic. You threw it right at the mic. This it one works. Literally it's fine. hit this the mic fine. and then bounced into the tray. That was yeah. hilarious. If you could be more careful with my mic, sorry, this is sorry. the nice mic sorry, too. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> sorry, I apologize. Uh, no, so she, so he has a bunch of non-disclosure agreements with mm-hmm. women who filed sexual harassment suits against him and his company. Mm-hmm. So I guess his he tried, dude. Yeah, see, he's and he's not even. You know, he used to be a Republican too. No, that's another thing that got me. I'm like, this dude's in the Democratic primary? That's like, uh, one of the candidates, uh, the mayor from South Bend, he was like, uh, yeah, fuck it. Why don't you go see what you can do for the Democrats? He said, how about we actually get a, a Democrat to run for the Democratic presidential yeah, race? Yeah, Jesus Christ. He was talking about Bloomberg. But dude, she, well, she, I was going to say, like, you could say the same thing about Bernie, too. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's what, and that's what he, because he used to be a, a socialist. Bloomberg might yeah. have said that. Well, he, he used to be an independent and he was a Republican for a while. Really? Well, I mean, let's be realistic, though. What party you align with doesn't really matter, right? I mean, like, it does for a very superficial front page, this is what you can expect from this person kind of view. it's like, why pigeonhole yourself? But it's like, you're going to change anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that Bernie Sanders, the reason I brought this up, I'm pretty sure Bernie Sanders just claimed to be Republican so that he could have a better shot at becoming the president. He didn't actually... uh, Align with any Republican views at the time. Yeah, this I was like he's uh, always had the same views. Not, I think this was like 08, right? 08 or twelve? Uh, might have been. 08, all the stuff I I've seen him being a Republican was earlier. I don't know though. It might have been 08. I, I, I don't think know. It, I think it was because uh, 08 was when George Bush was coming out, right? And you Obama know, was going in. Obama was going in, right? But Bernie Sanders wasn't going to do anything in 2012 because. Obama was going for a second administration and mm-hmm. like honestly from a democratic standpoint like nobody against the incumbent. Yeah, nobody wanted to go against I thought the Republicans didn't put up anybody to go up against Trump this time around. Is that why it is? Well, cuz he's he's already I Republican thought they did, president. Though. This time around they didn't. Yeah, but like y'all can't find a better Republican president. Well, they well he's doing everything for them. Why would he why would he switch why would they switch it up? You know, it's just it's so not everything for I really them, don't think that people understand the intensity or the impact that their complacency has. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like y'all realize that just cause you lift up your middle fingers and say, fuck it. 
like that means that the rest of us are also going to fucking hell, right? That, <laughs> that was the crazy part. Like, uh, they kept trying to get Bernie, bro. But he, dude, what do you, oh they kept he trying wasn't to having like, it. Yeah, that's not because Bernie don't play that shit. The best part about Bernie is that he's honest. Yeah, and you can't fuck with an honest person. And I think this time around, like, because last time they cut his legs off from underneath him because he was too nice. I think he thinks so. Now he's like, you know what? What this time around? This or time around? Last time this around? This time around, I think he's like, you know what? No. I'm just going to call oh, everybody yeah. out. I'm going out for fucking throats. Dude, but Elizabeth Warren, bro, she was the hatchet last night. Dude, she told Mike Bloomberg. I've seen, sorry to interrupt, but I've seen some like pretty devout Republicans on my Twitter feed say that Warren is the president for them. And I was like, oh, shit. Interesting. I should have watched last night. Uh, dude, she all she did last night, she didn't really give anything crazy about like, you know, uh, policy or anything like that. But she told Mike Bloomberg, she said, are we really going to elect another president or put another someone else to run against Donald Trump who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians? Dude, but that's my. I'm gonna get that tattoo on my, my body. Head. Fat broad, high, <laughs> fat broads and horse face lesbians. <laughs> Need not apply. <laughs> I was dying, bro. <laughs> and then she said to him too. She, they were crushing him, dude. He, cause he tried to say Bernie Sanders. He said Bernie Sanders is the communist. And then Bernie Sanders jumped up. You know what I mean? Cause he don't want to be called a communist. He's a democratic socialist. He, he, you know. He thinks you know. There is a difference, but... Mike's know. got very strong feelings about this, apparently. Ah, <laughs> man, you know, like, I get... It's like, yeah, he technically is not a communist, but it's like... <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. I don't know. I don't know how... To, I don't want to get... It's like... Why? We can get into it. Just no. don't... The, the only thing... See, this is the thing about the intellectual stoner hour, right? We can talk about anything and everything. That's essentially the point, right? The only problem is that... I don't want to get into my analogies. But we I both... Oh, God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> That you stopped me. I do. Because, dude, don't do that. You'll pay, you'll take us down a rabbit hole. We'll start talking about a whole other thing. Next thing we know, it's Alice in Wonderland. But yeah, just put it down. Bloomberg, he just looked like a guy who, like, first of all, everybody up on the stage, all the other candidates up there have been debating for months now. So they've gotten some practice in. Bloomberg gets up there, bro. It looked like he was stuttering all over himself. He was tripping over words. Like, why, who, he was doing better if he never got on the stage. Okay, well, I have, see, I have some very specific feelings about that. Because I love public speaking. Like, you know, this is my passion. I really like talking to people, especially in front of large crowds. Like, give me the attention. Give me the attention. But you didn't, you always used to be that way, you said, right? You took a class to make you. uh, No, no, I was always like that. I thought you said you didn't like speaking in front of people. Then you took a speech class or a public speaking class. No, 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 no. What happened to me was. Uh, I was severely bullied for like, okay. I won't, I don't want to say severely cause there's people who got it a lot worse than me because you know that there's people who just look kind of like a square. Yes. I didn't look like a square, but I acted like a square. I saw a heartbreaking video just like an hour ago about this young man who was a, a small person uh-huh. getting bullied at school and he was crying and telling him yeah. like he wanted to die. Yeah. You know that uh small person comedian, I forget his name all the time, but he's hilarious. I don't know. Are you going to let me finish my part of the story? Yeah. Though? I was just going to say that. <laughs> That I that you were saying like, people have a heart like this kid I felt really bad for this kid but that comedian's giving him like thirty thousand dollars like it's like a scholarship or something. Well, see, here's the thing that I'm talking about. But okay? still, I felt bad. Keep yeah, going. that's that's a terrible thing. It's terrible. Stop bullying. Stop. Yeah, I was I was never a bully to my brother, but that's different. Debatable. My, my parents didn't allow me to be a bully. Debatable. Dude. No, my parents didn't allow me. We to be We know a bully how anymore. pastors' kids are. I wasn't allowed to be that way, bro. I wasn't hated by a lot of people. Anyway, that's not true. For different reasons, I wasn't a bully. Keep going. So you were bullied. Jesus Christ, Mike. But you loved speaking. So no. The reason that I became 
a public speaker and like or became good at it was because in the 10th grade uh miss fitzgerald my sophomore english avid teacher shout out to miss fitzgerald she's a beast i wish i remembered her first name i gotta think about it <laughs> she's a beast she's a beast dude she's she's hella cool she's hella cool she's always looking out for her students um she i guess like i don't know i couldn't I couldn't tell you, but I guess she saw something in me. The thing that I would eventually discover after she offered for me to go to this weekend trip in Menlo Park uh, called NCYLS, Northern California Youth Leadership Seminar. It's since been changed to EDGE Youth Leadership Camp, but it was a weekend where like, I got to be who I was, I got to be me and I was surrounded by other people who were just as like, how do I say this? They were just as boisterous. Mm. They were just as excitable. They were just as passionate. Cause you grew up just as passionate in a interesting neighborhood, right? I mean, my neighborhood wasn't interesting. My neighborhood was just like any old place. You know what I mean? I thought you kind of grew up like, you know, not a hood, but you know what I mean? Hayward. You know what I mean? Like, you know. No, yeah, I grew up in Hayward. Don't get me wrong. It's like, but to say it was like the hood would be a lie because I lived mm-hmm. on Kelly Hill next to Val's Burgers, which okay, was yeah, like not the hood, but yeah. two minutes away from Castro Valley. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's always weird to Sure, like, I've had a meth dealer <laughs> or a meth head <laughs> steal some of my shit while I lived up there. But that was only up until recently, and that's probably because of gentrification. Actually, no. Yeah, it is. It yeah, definitely I guess is. so. But uh, I, I was gonna say because, uh, just like I, like, like your interests. Oh yeah, are not conducive to a hood environment. Yeah, like yeah, like where you grew up in your yeah. interests and stuff. Yeah, but it's. I was gonna say it's, it's not cool. It's not cool, or it's not acceptable, or it wasn't at least in the environment that I was in to be excited about things to like thoroughly things enjoy that you things. were excited. Yeah, about. exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've. Liked all kinds of things. I like Star Wars. I like fucking yeah. like SpongeBob and all this shit. Like, and I wanted to be a kid. And to this day, still, like, I think Mike, you can attest to this. Like, I act like a motherfucking yeah, I love kid. Being a kid. Yeah. Like, I I don't understand why anybody wouldn't want to be a kid. You know what I mean? Like, fully embrace things. Look at things through a new eye. Like, even if you can't get through that initial block in your your head, you know, take some time to like separate yourself because. I miss being a kid. Yeah, I miss enjoying being a kid. things as they are is a beautiful thing. And when yeah. you do that, what I really like is like your imagine co- imagination comes back, because I felt like that was something that you always had as a kid. You know, you like you look at anything and you're like, oh shit, that's a face, that's yep. a monster. You know what I mean? Or like this is like the beginning of an adventure, yep. right? As an adult, you lose that because you start to get all the expectations of life and you start to get a routine. You, don't and have you time understand for, how you things yeah. go. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have, have time to daydream like that. Exactly. Yeah. But when you like I'm going to Disneyland this weekend when you have time and you find those moments, like I have warned the people I'm going with severely, severely is the word of the day, I guess. I think I'm going to start doing that because oftentimes I'll just start saying words hell of times and it's just like, that's it. That's the word of the day. So severely is the word of the day for today. Oftentimes is the phrase of the day. <laughs> oftentimes, times, <laughs> times, 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 times. Uh, no, but I think, uh, hold on. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, go, keep going. I, I thought want- you, I thought you were looking for <laughs> what i thought you were trying to find the next you know catch uh, like the next well one. now i am because oh, you you, let no, you were saying that you were te- you were you were 
uh, letting the people know that you're going with the Disneyland this weekend. No, ahead of oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And so, that yeah, you're going to be very excited. I'm going to be crazy. I'm going to be fucking severely. ridiculous. So I'm going to be severely kiddish. Like, dude, I'm going to go up to Kylo Ren and I'm going to start a fight with this motherfucker. Like, ooh. I don't know, Mike. I don't know about that, Mike. Dude, I hope I see him after I get my lightsaber. You don't want to get I'm gonna banned make him from look Disneyland. Stupid. Huh? You don't want to get banned from Disneyland. It's not a real fight. I'm just going to, like, go up to him and, like, just you know. hit him as hard as you can in the back of the knees with your fucking lightsaber. <laughs> Take him out. <laughs> What's up, motherfucker? For the resistance. <laughs> just chop with it. Ah! I don't know. And then just run away. No, dude, you start beating him while he's on the ground. No, nah, man. See, that's, that's brutal. You just go that's way brutal. over the top. It's a lightsaber. One hit, his legs are gone. Some little kid's like, stop it, stop it. He's already dead. <laughs> He's wearing a Kylo Ren suit, and now I have to go over and kill the kid. A bunch of little kids are like yeah. stabbing you. You're like, ah. Like, like, it's uh, a bully. Get him. Spoiler alert. Like uh, like Varys in, uh, not Varys. Uh, no, the other guy. I know you're talking about Grand the- Grandmaster Pycelle in Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they <laughs> shake the fuck out of him. Spoiler alert, dude. Look, if you don't already know about that, you're not going to find out because- y- don't waste your time. Just no, don't you waste your time. It, watch it. Watch the season. No, watch don't the... waste your time. Yeah, it's not a spoiler alert. Don't waste your time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah don't waste your time. Read the books. Fucking... Yeah, Read the books. Sure. Yeah, th- exactly. Read the books. That's a lot better anticipation to have than for... Okay, so let me finish off this in- extremely long tangent that you've thrown me on. Okay? So, it's important to be a kid because when I was able to be a kid and be myself and have opportunities to speak and provide my knowledge and thoughts on things at this weekend seminar, I was grossly accepted. I was severely accepted and keep it a buck. I was put on a pedestal and it was amazing because I felt like I was finally being my true self. I was talking to people the way I wanted to talk to them accepted for it. And I was being accepted for it. And not only was I being accepted for it, I was being praised for it because the person that I was was something to, I don't want to say admire, but it was something to also kind of like exemplify yourself as because that person who I still like to think I have every once in a while to this day is a very strong, eloquent, focused, caring person. And that's who I always want to be. You know what I mean? I don't care about what you think of me and I don't care about what you're going to say about me. What matters to me is how I treat you because at the end of the day, the only thing that I can control is my reaction to life. Right? So I went on this weekend trip. I came back realizing that it was totally okay to be weird. Like everybody was just saying, embrace the weirdness. I had a whole bunch of new friends that I could rely on now. You know what I mean? Outside of school too. So I just went into school, dude. And I, I, it was crazy. And it was almost like, I needed that wake up call from that weekend because after I came back to school, I was, as one of my old schoolmates would say, uh, she called me the BMOC, big man on campus. Whether or not she was saying that sarcastically, (laughs) she still said it. That's funny. So I just went back there and I fucking, like, I was myself. I was answering the questions that I wanted to answer. I was giving my opinions on things. I wasn't just being quiet and observing all the time and just letting the world happen to me. Like I used to tell people or still tell people to these days, uh, making a lot of reactionary decisions Mm. and not really thinking about them. And so like, yeah, sophomore year came in junior year. I was on leadership next year. I was on a, I was part of the ASB associated student board, which is like the highest thing that you could be in the student body. It's like a lot of things changed. I I discovered my passion for photography through my, uh, class with Mr. Kaler at high school or at, uh, Hayward high. It was really great. It was really great. And I uh, 
attribute all of that to Miss Fitzgerald, and I still thank her to this day because literally everything that you see around was because she helped me figure out that it was okay to be as awesome as I am. Say you never had a Miss Fitzgerald, where do you think you would have been? Ooh, that's a good question. I'd to be a hundred percent honest, Mike. A hundred percent honest. Uh, and I'm just going to warn everybody who's listening right now. It might get a little bit tough, but uh, I, I'd probably would have killed myself. Really? Yeah. Because you were being picked on? Um, it was it was more than that. It was more than that. Uh, I felt this <laughs> this was also around the time that I had found out that uh, the person I had been living with and calling my dad for 16 years oh, it wasn't really your wasn't dad. actually my dad. Dude, I forgot about that. Yeah, so that was a story in and of itself, right? So that's a story for another podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a really, really hard time. And there was this girl that I was trying to chase that just would not give me the play at all. And I, like, internalized that in a very immature way. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to make sure that everybody knows that, like, mm-hmm. I don't blame this girl. Or like, we're oh, it's your kid. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you're a kid. You you're don't know kid. how to handle your emotions. You don't know you're how in to high like. School. Yeah, you're full exactly. of hormones. Exactly. You have no idea. You have no idea you what love is. Fuck, yeah. you're horny as shit. Yeah, dude. I was just Fight. Like, I was just gonna say that, bro. You're young, dumb, and full of cum. But I was gonna say, uh, I think a lot of people feel the way you feel, like that that idea of like embracing the weirdness. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something Portland. that like uh, <laughs> for young kids, like developing kids. That's one thing. Like with my kids, that I try to always like. No, like, that's fine. Whatever you're into is okay. Yeah. yeah. There is no, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there, that's that's one thing, like, I always... And I f- think it's not even just that, too, because for me, at least speaking from my own personal experience, I think it's also, wow, because from a parent's perspective, it's, it's okay to like that. It's okay to be like that. Yeah. But also, oh, that's really cool that you like that. Yeah. Let's invest in that. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's build that. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, let's do it. I was thinking about this the other day and I got really excited about it. And it was like, I won't say excited. That's the wrong word. I want to be, or I was, my heart was full. Mm-hmm. I thought about my kids, mm-hmm. my future kids and giving them Polaroid cameras. Cause I saw it on this show that I'm watching. You on were talking, you're telling me about this. Yeah. Keep going. And <clears throat> like, I would just, and maybe it's not going to be photography. Maybe it'll be something different. You know what I mean? Maybe my kid's going to like motorcycles like I did. Maybe my kid will like something different. Like, But you always you know? want to, uh, you want them to like what you like. That, like that would be nice. Yeah, whether they do or not. But you like. That would be nice because yeah. it would be a shared common interest, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is that y- let me, because I'm telling two stories at this point. The first story is that to be able to walk through my child or walk with my child through the experience of learning photography and guiding them to experiencing some of the same things that I did, understanding how you can capture life in a moment and how this all relates to time and how like, I just like all of the thoughts and all the things that I think about when I think of photography, you want your kids to think those kind of things too. But at the same time, the second story that I'm telling is that to be a good parent, it's to understand that your children are, are not you. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing, right? And especially when it, because I've always had a fear, maybe in a, maybe in a rational fear, but I've always had a fear of projecting 
or trying to live vicariously through my child mm-hmm. because I feel like that's one of the worst things you could do for a child because you're putting on the pressure of your failed life. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, that's kind of it. Your hopes and dreams. Exactly. Yeah. You're putting all of this information, all of this expectations rather on this kid. That's, that's why that's I never push my up. kids into baseball. People like all my friends, like all yeah. like my old coaches when they see me like, well, how come your kids aren't like, yeah, if they, when, if they want to get into it, when they want to get into it, they'll tell me I'll love it. Right. I'll love yeah. it. Yeah. And they're just, starting we'll go to freaking, uh, <coughs> what is it? What's we'll go to? I keep thinking Trevor getting with that. Easton, we'll go to Easton all the time. <laughs> I know, the first. It's a baseball. Baseball store. That was me mentally going through all of the different names. I'm like, not Dicks, not Big Five, too too general. Around here, you go to West Coast Sporting Goods, dude. West Coast. I still buy. I remember when I was in high school. If you didn't have like something from West Coast, you weren't it. I mean, you weren't like looked down upon but like if you had it it was like oh okay. yeah if you went to go get a baseball something for baseball and you got it from like walmart or like big five it was like dude, dude why don't you go to west coast i would watch my stepbrother my now stepbrother my then best friend uh i would watch him just dude he would swindle his dad like he would finesse him to getting him new shit every year i used, every to, yep, year. I used to buy my own new shit every year really yeah. with what money in high school i was working in high school oh yeah because you didn't you work through the church I worked through the church. I worked then. I worked a real job working at Target, and then uh, yeah, I always I always just had a job. Never like a really great, you know. I had a high school job. I would get like two hundred bucks, you know, two hundred bucks every paycheck. Is that like every two weeks? Yeah, like every two weeks. So like dude, that's yeah, dude, two hundred dollars every two weeks as a kid. Oh, that's fucking. I was awesome. balling. Yeah, exactly. Bro, I You're like, balling. dude, I'm the fucking king. I went to school son. with a bunch of rich kids, bro. So they like they were really balling. You know what oh, I mean? Oh well, but like. <laughs> Bro, but like I, most of them weren't my friends. Like I didn't hang out with a lot of them outside of school. I had like my few of my boys from that school that I hung out with. But like most of my friends were like, yo, they're regular cats, like me and you. So like, where were um, they at? Amongst them, they went to different schools. They went mm. to you know. Mm. My see? girlfriend goes to another school. Yeah, like my girlfriend went to another school. <laughs> That's exactly what I would date a head cheerleader from a different school. Oh, not only did she go to another oh, school, yeah. she was the head cheerleader. Hard flex. Hard flex. Was it? Uh, What's her name? Jamie. Uh, no, I don't know who you're talking about. But Jamie no. Vespucci. What? No. <laughs> who was that? Who was that woman that we uh, called out on the Facebook? Oh, uh, uh, Jesse Chamberlain. Jesse Chamberlain. Formerly Miss Jess, Miss Jesse Sarton. Jesse Chamberlain. I hated was her that her? High oh no. Hell no. That wasn't her. She wasn't my girlfriend. Dude. She was a girl. She was a girl in my high school that she I was hated. Lucy. No, she was a church. Girl I don't mean to speak bad upon you, Jesse Chamberlain. No, she was a church. I should probably goer. stop bringing her up in the podcast. She, <laughs> she's gonna sue us. Yeah, uh, dude. She's she like, all too. of a sudden, I'm oh. this imaginary fictitious person on this podcast. If she ever finds out about it, dude. Hey, what's funny? That was my homegirl from my that went to high school with me. Mm-hmm. She listens now. Oh, so really? She's gonna know who we're talking about. That's probably. hilarious. Just <laughs> hilarious. She's like, how the fuck are they talking about this? No, but it's good for like kids though. Uh, like, I, I really want my kids to play baseball, right? I of love course, baseball. Of course. I really want them to play sports in general. And I tell them, I'm like, you're going to play a sport or you're going to do something active because you're not just going to sit in the house all day long. I'm sorry. Like, you're going to get outside. And if you hate it, like, we'll find something that you like to do. You don't have to be amazing at it. But you can do anything outside, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. You could sleep outside. Lucky for me, You they, could eat outside. Lucky for me, they like doing outside You can outside play stuff. games outside. Yeah, right? No, but, like, they like to swim. They like to hike. See? They like to go hunting. They're already know? set. Yeah. But so that the Isn't it nice when your kids get involved in things that don't cost any extra money? 
There's no such thing. Dude, swimming. There's Swim no trunks and goggles. Dude. You're good. Had, oh, and a towel. My, my, You're good. Dude, when I was married, my kids went to freaking a swim academy. Oh, Jesus. Started Christ. when they were toddlers. For what? Just so they could... Because honestly, Are you raising Michael Phelps? No, honestly, it wasn't. It wasn't like a thing. Like I wanted it was to so they could swim so they wouldn't drown. It was a safe thing. They were always being around pools. I mean, that's why you just throw them in the pool. Can I tell I you know, the story yes, about how? But I, dude, wait I, till you get married, though, look, bro. Like, like your wife you, won't let you. Like can they, I tell it's you just a whole thing about the first time that I almost drowned. Yes. Okay. So, I'm six years old, and my Jesus. mom tells me, "Yo." We're going to Disney World. I'm freaking out. It's the coolest thing ever. I'm so excited. We go to Disney World. We get into the one of the hotels, like the Disney World Hotel. You know what I'm talking about? Like, uh-huh. there's characters. It's great. Great. Yeah, experience, yeah, yeah. Right? I'm a rebel. Okay. We're going to the pool. I'm a rebel. My mom gets me floaties. I say, hell no, mom. Floaties. I don't want no floaties. I'm going to look like an idiot yeah. in front of all these cute girls. There's bitches out here. Exactly. Trying to get my six-year-old... Anyway. What? What were you thinking at six? Nothing. 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 Yeah, but exactly. I, I, I was severely embarrassed <laughs> to be able to having floaties. to wear those floaties. Yeah, you still I was just like, oh, yeah. I don't want to wear these floaties. Six years old. Like, dude, just wear the floaties. Like, my mom was like, you don't know how to swim. And I was like, yes, I do. Telling her like she doesn't know. Like, that's my mother. <laughs> I've been practicing while you've been sleeping. Exactly. I've been in the tub. <laughs> I've been doing laps in the tub. So, uh, my life. I'm soup. Like, my stepdad's already there. In the, in the pool, he's doing his thing. My mom's help, trying to get my floaties on, right? And I was like, no, I'm fine. And I jump in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it was great because they gave me a second to kind of, like, figure out what was going on. Yeah. But at the same time, from, like, a parent's perspective, like, maybe you shouldn't have waited so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm splashing around in there, dude. I'm Kind of like your mom's like maybe he can't swim. I, I can don't see know. all of like the <laughs> waves in my face. Like my eyes are open. I'm like going may like just absolutely mayhem. And you had no idea. I had no idea what's going. On. I didn't know my up from down. And right? you had no idea how to swim. Like you were just totally no lying. idea. I was totally lying. I was like I got this. It doesn't matter. It was like the same confident that I have. Like, today. I just watched the Olympics. Confidence. I just watched the Olympics. I totally it come looks on. Easy. It makes sense. Yeah. You just wave your arms. How easy that shit is. Come on. There's white guys doing it. <laughs> How hard can it be? How hard can it be? So uh, I'm freaking out, and I realize, okay, well, I can't swim. I need to signal to my mother that I'm going down, and I need help. So what do I think of? Hmm. How much time do I have left? Probably about five seconds. (laughs) I shoot my left hand up in the air, and I make a five with my hand, and I start counting down with my fingers four. As I start, like, drowning, going into the water. It's like a shot clock. Yeah, exactly. And I could feel it. Like, I hit two, and then one, and then my arm was completely underneath the water. And then that's when I started to think, oh, nobody's coming. Oh, man. Nobody's coming. That's when everything started to twist. I started to tumble. I was in, like, a cannonball. I remember seeing the top or the floor of the pool above my forehead. And then when I looked, (laughs) I saw my stepdad, like, swimming underneath to try and get me. And then he got me, and then he threw me up on top. And the only thing my mother said was, now you need your damn floaties. <laughs> your mom's going to let you die, dude. She was like, well. <laughs> dude. Dude. No, I could hear. She was definitely telling him. She, she was, was like, scr- get him. She's like, get him. Get him. Hurry. But, dude, it was so funny. And my family still laughs about that to this day. And all we do is we just make a, a five with our hand and we just <laughs> count down. <laughs> dude, I learned how to swim at a young age and I still almost drowned a few times. Really? 
My dad dropped me in a duck pond when I was three. How deep is a duck pond? Uh, like 10 feet. Jesus, really? Luckily, he snatched me up before I got all the way to the bottom. It wasn't even his fault. He was going to put me in a boat. And as he's putting me in the boat, my uncle's uh, uh, lab jumps in. And so my dad goes to put me in the boat. And as the lab tips it over, and literally put me in, it just tipped me out. Like, it just, like, whoop, like, flipped me out. Oh, no. And so I hit the water. I remember (laughs) it's dark out because we're going duck hunting. So it was before the sun was up. And I'm floating under the water. I remember looking up. And I could see the silhouette of my dad <laughs> against like the light above his yeah. head in the in the boat. Uh, yeah. you know, I house. see it right now. It's like a beautiful mind kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm just like floating, like, <gasps> like, <da-da-da. laughs> and I remember just. Were you doing a, a little bit of the Godfather theme? Was that what that was? <laughs> I don't know. What no, <laughs> little classical you're music. Like, like, and I remember bubbles like starting to come out of my mouth. And I remember my dad reaching down and grabbing me by my chest. Like by, my, by my clothes and yeah. ripping me out of the water. Oh, yeah. And I remember he took me because it was freezing cold. He rushed me into my uncle's trailer and to completely got me completely naked and then put me in new clothes. Jesus. Yep. I almost drowned another time before I could swim. I could swim a little bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I learned how to swim when I was like four or five. And I remember my aunt and uncle had a pool, but I wasn't allowed to go in the deep end. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can swim in the shallow end. Mm-hmm. Well, my uncle, I guess it had been cold, so he had like one of those, you know, it was like, tarps you put over the pool to keep it and it keeps it warm mm-hmm. like it like takes the rays of the sun and like and also to keep it like from getting dirty you know mm-hmm. and so it was perfectly cut to fit the pool it was yeah. perfect like yeah. my uncle it didn't like he, he had like they used like a laser or some shit like it was perfect oh wow okay. like he like measured it and, like ordered it or oh, something sure, yeah. you know what I mean measure twice cut once <laughs> and dude I was, I remember as a little kid I was like oh look the water's all gone they cemented over it <laughs> A dumbass little wait, kid. Wait, wait. I just went to go step on top. <gasps> I was like, "Oh, how cool!" Dude. And I went straight through, bro. No, Poof. that's bad. Luckily, because you're in the tarp. Yeah, my aunt had seen me. Oh, dude. And freaking, she just jumped in and then picked me up and threw me up out. Dog. And she was like, "What are you doing?" Like, and I was like, "I thought, I thought, the, I thought, water, was I thought the water was gone." It's one thing if the pool was empty. Dude, no, it was just a, I just as a little kid, I came out and like, I had never seen it on before. What doesn't make sense is like, I had never seen it It wasn't moving at all? No, it was just like, it was a thick ass. Oh. Like it actually went up to almost to the, it kept the pool warm. I got you. It it went almost up to the, uh, not like, not quite. It's like an insulating pad. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, fuck it. Like, look at this shit. It's gone. (laughs) Look at this. Look at this. This ice skating rink and just poof, right through. Yeah. My cousin Ray Ray, boom, dead. Right, boom, dead. Broke every bone in his body. My grandmother to this day can't swim. Really? She'd take a swimming, she'd be like, don't go in the deep end. No, I was no, no. I'm 13 years old. She's like, don't go in the deep end. Because I can't save you. My wife's like, yeah, I can't save you. <laughs> I remember one time my cousin Giovanni, he couldn't swim. He could barely swim too, Giovanni? Right? Yeah. I feel like I know a Giovanni. He's locked up. Like, for life? Yeah, I think 18 to life. I'm sorry to hear that. <clears throat> Shout out my cousin Jamani. Keep your head up. Um, no, so he, he he couldn't really swim either, right? He could kind of swim, and he was like 10, bro. Nah, he was probably like 8. And he was a big kid, dude. He was built like Mike Tyson as a little kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like hanging onto the wall or whatever, and like, but we were all playing out in the middle, like me, him, or me, his brother, my brother, and my sister, and he like wanted to come join us, you know, because we were like, ha-ha, you can't come play. You got to stay on the wall, <laughs> like you know? And he was like, yes, I can, yes, I can. He came out there, and he started to panic, right? 
And so I was going to save him anyway because he was right there. But, like, we were all kind of like, ha-ha, like, because he was talking hella shit, you know? So we were just like, ha-ha, like, we'll just let him struggle for a minute. Uh-huh. Dude. What do you do? You ever seen uh, Meet the Parents when he hits the sister in the face with the volleyball? And then the you know dude, the, and the mom comes running and she like jumps into the pool. She's like my baby and she like, like fuck. dude my grandmother if she didn't Dina come, yeah you know that's um that's uh, what's her name's mom how the fuck do I know that that's what's her name's mom that actress that. oh fuck who's her daughter is Angelina Jolie is her daughter no who the fuck someone's her daughter I forget who's her daughter Scott look that up she looks like the mom. Of this gorgeous girl that I used to go to church with. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, dead on. Nice. Yeah. No, but my grandma comes to running from one of the lawn chairs or whatever you call them, beach chairs. Mm-hmm. And we just look over and she's like, literally, she's in a bathing suit because she would sit in the hot tub or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she has on like a full, like, uh, like a woman would wear like a, what do you call them? Like a robe. A shawl. Like a robe. It's a shawl. A robe. No, it's a shawl. But like, you know, it's a whole robe though. It's a shawl, even if it's a whole room. Oh, no, that's called a blanket. But she was, like, wearing it. That's a blanket. But it was, like, a thin, like, silk, you know. Also a shawl. Yeah, okay. Whatever it was. She was wearing some outfit. A cape. She's called dude, a cape. I looked over, and, yeah, it was like a cape, dude. And she was, like, jumping into the pool. And, like, Batman. Oh. <laughs> She's, like, in the pool. My baby. Grabs my cousin, drags him out of the pool. And when they, as soon as they're out of the water, dude, she's spanking him. And she's just whapping him on his butt, right? And she's like, didn't I tell you to stay on the wall? <laughs> and, dude, my cousin was so embarrassed, dude. All these white people, because we lived at the time, we were living in an apartment in San Ramon or Dublin or something. Mm-hmm. White people country. And so, like, we were at the pool. You know, we're the loudest family in the it's apartment. It's actually complex. changing to Asian people country, but we'll get into that later. Indian people, too. You know what I was thinking Asian about? Asian in the sub-Asian On continent. the way home today, I was thinking about in, I'd say, 10 years. No, it took a long time for Latins to be the majority of California. How, this is a better way to say this. How long do you think it would take before uh, Indian heritage was the majority of California, if at all? I was actually just reading a while back that they just mm-hmm. changed a um, <clears throat> a certain type of green card they were giving out mm-hmm. for people who could get certain types of jobs here. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them, like I think it was, it's much more difficult, isn't it? IT or something like that. But so Trump took it away because they want those jobs to go to Americans. Yes, I know. Because the main reason those one of the main things with those green cards are main people who are using those green cards are people from India. Who are already getting educations in India in this certain? I think it was IT or maybe pharmaceutical. It's you, it's, it's yeah. It's was it IT? That. It's it's pharmaceutical, like medical. It's like, yeah, but they get the certain green it's card. Well, because that's the thing. Like Indian culture is all about learning. Like I don't know if you know that, but like they are all about learning. Like most most people, I believe, and if you are Indian and listening to this, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I believe that most people in India are expected to go to and finish college before they do, like, anything. Like, I, I think they they do that before they get married. They do that before, like, all of that stuff. Like I said, that most, a lot of them get married older. And many of them go to secondary school as well. Yeah. Because it's so important. Like, uh, uh, all with the caveat system. that you can uh, afford it. Because yeah. it's extremely difficult over there. Yeah, they also have a caste system. Um, 
So, okay, tell me about this again. Or oh, yeah, so, so anyway, this type of green card, anyway, is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess was being given out because it was a certain type of, like, job green card you could get, like, sure. work visa or visa. Maybe it was a visa. A, it was probably it a been visa. Visas. Yeah, yeah, because <clears throat> I know, like, in the industry that I am in, which is tech, um, a lot of people that I work with have visas. A lot yeah. of people. But I think they were giving them green cards, because what, what was happening was people were coming here with that green card or visa, let's no, say. It's, it's a work visa. Okay, so it's a work, work visa. visa. They were coming here with that. And then, like, so then they would meet their... Real quick, for those of you who don't know what a work visa is, it's basically where a company can say that we need this person who lives outside of our country to come do this work for us because they're the best for the job, and we need to allow them to work here for us for X amount of years. like temporary citizenship. Yep, and every X amount of years, that person, based on their employment... It's not citizenship. No, it's not citizenship. Um, That person every... X amount of years based on their employment will have the opportunity to reapply for it. So that's why I'm thinking I can't remember if it was a work visa or not because I remember the problem was being that he was going to stop giving these out and then people who had came on that had come here with that mm. with that work visa <clears throat> work visa that I feel like I remember if you were this. no longer working in that field mm-hmm. even if you st- what was it now Husband and wives were getting were going to get split up because the wives didn't work anymore because they had met their husband over here and they mm-hmm. got married here. Mm-hmm. But they had both come on the visa and now they were saying, well, now you have to go back. Your husband mm-hmm. can stay because he still works in the field, mm-hmm. but you don't work in the field anymore. Mm-hmm. I would back. actually like to table this. So it must have been a work visa. And, uh, that, that was, I believe, that was my remembering the of the episode. gist of the article. Yeah. It was in the newspaper. Well, I think that brings up a lot of topics. It's a, it's a big discussion in and of itself. And they I, were I really saying feel. because... Um, like a lot of people who would graduate from somewhere like DeVry, I remember they like interviewed a guy in the article who was who is like I think he might have been. Damn, I don't want to misconstrue what. I, I just know. say you leave that part out. I feel like I know what you're gonna say. Like just leave that. Part but out. he was just saying that like uh, I think he was just a regular guy that they had interviewed. They but he had a degree from DeVry. Uh-huh. And he was saying that he had been out of work in that field because he could he was getting out competed by so many of these people that were coming out and these jobs should be going to Americans. They shouldn't be being outsourced of people from India. Well, see, look here. I, I feel very strongly about that was this. what look, he was saying. I do promote the idea that we should be giving a lot of these jobs to people who are here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say Americans like, you know, like I feel like people who are here need jobs. Citizens. Would you say citizens or no? Um, no, not even that. Take it going. You know what I mean? Like, cause that Just I, curious. I know cause I know people who are going through, uh, how would I say a complex situation mm-hmm. that makes it difficult for them to gain yeah, me that as well. yeah. type of ad- identity, mm-hmm. right? I believe that's what it's called or status, excuse me, status. that's status. Um, so I want to be mindful of that. I kind of lost where my train of thought was going. But you were going to say, but you, you have strong feelings on the idea that, oh, that yes. those jobs so, should be going to, uh, like I was saying, thank you very much. I appreciate you getting me back on track. So, um, why I feel that people here need jobs, and I specifically look at the microcosm or the macrocosm, if you will, that is the Bay Area, mm-hmm. right? The Bay Area has an exorbitant amount of people here. There are too many people here, okay? A lot of those people are being displaced because they don't have the talent necessary to take the jobs that are available here, Right? It doesn't make sense to me why we are not investing back into the communities that these companies work for, right? Now, 
Some companies do. I have worked for some of them. But to be completely honest with you, I think that a lot of them, if not the majority of them, do not hold up to the expectation or the moral right that should be held against them, right? Because, or I should say the moral expectation that's held against them. Because they still are very greedy. They're extremely greedy. I, I got to wait. <laughs> I can't do it. Try it out. No one else can hear it, only us. Uh, 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 uh. Because it'll be uh. dragged to the end of the file. Dude, I fucking, I swear to God, that's a banger. That's nice. a banger. It's a good beat. Every time people hear it, they're always like, damn, dude, that intro and that outro is what? So you were saying, though. So as I was saying, um, I don't. I think it's pretty ridiculous. As I was saying, these companies are still being extremely selfish because all they're looking for is good talent quickly, mm-hmm. right? Like, and even then, I feel like you can find the good talent that you want quickly, but just make an equal investment back into the community. You know what I mean? Like, is you bring in somebody who's going to be displacing somebody else because I'm just going to honestly say it's wrong say there's statistics or numbers that root against this but I'm going to take it as a one-to-one kind of ratio here I'm going to say if one person comes in takes a job the other person oh man the other person should have an opportunity to improve their skills the person who got fired the person whose job they took I, I don't think they're taking the job necessarily because hmm. taking is a bad example. Because when you say take, it's like the other person had the chance to have it. But most times when people say things like that, What's the, the other person never had the capabilities or the skills. Hmm. What I'm saying is if we're going to bring in somebody to fill in that skill, aha, this is a much more professional and better way to say that. If we are going to bring someone in to fill the skill gap that we don't have here, we should be proactively investing in filling that skill gap with the people who are currently here. Because it should be in our the Bay job Area, you in mean. the Bay Area, gotcha, as gotcha. The, in the micro, macrocosm that is Bay Area. Yeah, I think that it, it, it only makes sense because for these, oh my God, we all preach as if we're a huge community. All these companies preach like we're all together. Yeah, this, they're all right? full of shit though. They're all full of shit. It's the worst thing ever. If you go and you look at the statistics and the data against most of these companies when it comes to their diversity, equity, and inclusion, because that's the new hot term that's coming in like corporate America yeah. these days. It's all about making sure that, you know, it's diverse and that people are uh, retreated, treated with respect and recognized for yeah. their identities, right? Uh, it's absolute horseshit. And you'll find that everybody is, uh, while they may report or say some may say one thing, the data that is provided from their employees says differently. And that is the worst part of it because, you know, it's like how many teams can you be a part of? Like they're always talking about that. Like what do you mean? We're a team here. We're a team here at such and such. Here at Costco, we're a team. We're a team. But it's like, dude, no, we're not. No, we're not. We're not really a team. Well, see, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like we are, but we aren't. That's what I'm saying. We're a team I because feel we like have to. If work we're together. gonna call ourselves a team, let's be honest with ourselves about what we actually are. We're because all here to make a make a dollar. We bro. are a team, but we can still not be a team because a team works together. Yeah, a team is cohesive. A team collaborates. Like right. Like when I think of a team, I think of like I would die for my teammate right like not figure okay. not, not I, I think die is a little not much, but, but you know what i mean like, like you'd fall on your sword for fall, them you know what i mean like fall yeah 
so die. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, but like falling like on the field of like is a term which means that you basically would um, admit when you are wrong. Yeah, it comes from killing yourself in battle. Yeah, but I don't want to say that we're going to kill ourselves here. No, of course not. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> Even though that was something that I alluded to earlier <laughs> in a very, very dark segment of the podcast uh, today. No, you were being honest. Hey, uh, you know, people got to know. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of people probably feeling the same thing. Hell yeah. But anyway, what were you going to say? Everyone's about that. Um, no, I was just going to say, like, yeah, like... We're all here. Like, I hate when companies make it sound like, or especially a manager, be like, yeah, this is the best company I ever worked for. Oh, I would never I, work I for anybody this else. This is Applebee's? Is that what it was? What? Oh, no. I worked at a BJ's. Oh, it was BJ's. Yeah. That's what it was. Did That's I tell the story on the podcast oh, before? I was, I was, I, I'm pretty sure. I feel I, like this was I like an early episode one. Yeah. yeah. Which was my freaking manager was like, yeah, this is, I never worked anywhere better than BJ's. Like, oh, I would, I don't care if they offer me more money to work somewhere else. It's worth it to work here because of how great they treat us. Man, if this motherfucker not a year later was working at Buffalo Wild Wings. Because he got better pay. Dude, because he got better pay. He dipped, bro. I was like, bro, I hella remember that. No one else remembered. I was like, dude, don't you remember that motherfucker when we got hired here was talking about how he would fucking. That's interesting that that stuck with you and it didn't stick with anybody else. Yeah, everyone else was like, I'm like. Because you wanted to prove him wrong. No, you I were just like, no, you see. No, because at first I was you. like, I was telling, uh, at the time I was working with my wife there, I told her, I said, I had already worked at other restaurants. And I said, don't listen to this bullshit. What he's, what he's saying, they all say this. But yeah. That's what, uh, Bernie Sanders was making a good point of that last night, too. Is he was saying things like, um, because he was calling Blue, Bloomberg out for being a billionaire. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Because, because uh, Bloomberg came at Bernie and said, uh, yeah, this guy's talking about being a democratic socialist and sharing the wealth, but he's, he's a millionaire with three homes. And Bernie Sanders said where his homes were, for whatever reason. I was still like, okay, you still have three homes. But then he turned to Bloomberg and said, and which tax shelter do you have your homes in? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ooh. But then he got he he got Bernie. He actually, because he, he was like, I pay all my taxes. Bloomberg kept saying that, right? Mm-hmm. But then later on, Bernie Sanders was saying, like, no, you don't. He was saying, we'll do a whoop. And Bloomberg he, was saying this to Bernie, huh? No, so he... Bloomberg said, I pay all my taxes. Okay. And oh, Bernie, then Bernie, then said, Bernie no, said, no, you makes more sense. No, you don't. No, you don't. Then Bloomberg. Why are you lying? Then, you out here fucking <laughs> tripping. Stop and, it. And he was saying, and Bloomberg was saying, well, I pay what the tax code pays me. tells me to pay. Right. Oh, okay. Wow. Cause Bernie, nice. Cause, cause Bernie, Good answer. Yeah. Cause Bernie was saying like, no, because even though you pay your taxes, you don't pay your, pay your fair share. And he was like, well, I pay what the tax code tells me to pay. Uh huh. He goes, if you don't like it, uh, we'll Ooh, do like what do you say? What cha- do you say? Change the tax code. But Bernie, Bernie was like, well, I will do it, and he, I, I will. And then Mike Bloomer goes, you wrote the tax code. He goes, I didn't write it, you wrote it. And Bernie didn't say anything. Oh shit! But no one, but see, Elizabeth Warren was piping up right then. No one Bitch, caught I it. I got the receipt, dude. See, I see, I caught that. I think some people did, but a lot of people didn't catch it because Elizabeth uh-huh. Warren was piping up, but. Bernie oh, Bernie. so this was happening simultaneously? Bro, they were going at it. Bro, bro it was a dog fight. How is it so hard to keep control of just a couple of politicians, bro? Like, shut the fuck dude, up. Dude, well, this... Dude, like, all these moderators, bro, they're just absolute wimps. <clears throat> just... I like when they let them go a little bit. I like when they let them go a little bit. No, okay. It's 100% appropriate when it's relevant and, like, it's making progress, yeah. right? They kept when raising they their hands. When they just back night. and forth, and you know what really gets me? When, like, 
Oh yeah, like, that's his. That's his like, go-to. Dude, when he, if he ever, like if if the chance happened that I ran against Donald Trump for president and he tried to interrupt me, oh, I would flame that boy so quick. He looked like a fucking idiot. I thought that was something interesting that people were saying last night. Well, look how Elizabeth Warren she got she probably got a bunch of people to want to vote for her because uh, look how she handled Mike Bloomberg, a billionaire. That's how she'll handle Trump. Mm-hmm. And dude, in my head, I was thinking I haven't talked to anybody. But I was thinking in my head. I said, hmm. if you think Michael Bloomberg is Donald Trump, oh, you you're gonna lose. Thing coming. You're gonna lose. You got another because thing I, coming. And I was thinking it was funny that you said that about him uh, interrupting people because I was thinking in my head because I was thinking he would never would have let Warren get out, you know, about the disclosure agreements. He never would have let her. They do they even finish that statement, dude? They pigeonholed Bloomberg. They were like, "So are you saying that you'll let these women tell their stories now? Mm-hmm. You'll let them out of their non-disclosures?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "No." And, she, and they were like, "Why not? Why not?" I think you should. We think you should. Mm-hmm. If you're not have nothing to mm-hmm. hide, then why don't you? Yeah. And he, dude, he had to just sit there and look stupid. And Bernie Sanders, bro, it went on for a couple of minutes, and then Bernie Sanders threw him a lifeline because Bernie Sanders wanted to move on to the next point. He wasn't because Elizabeth, Elizabeth Elizabeth Warren was gonna batter him with that for the entire night, bro. Like she wasn't gonna she was gonna either get him to say that he was gonna let him go. She wanted to kill him right there. She wanted to kill him right there. Okay, well she was practicing for Trump then. She was for sh- if that's yeah. what she was doing because. <laughs> but dude, do you think Trump was gonna let himself get pit into a corner like that? He would have interrupted her before she even got no, the but, question but out. Here's the thing: like, those women are all liars. Look, They're look, all liars. It doesn't matter. Shut the fuck up. It doesn't matter because just like how I just did right now, it's all about persistence. And I feel like that's what she's practicing for. If she keeps bashing down the same topic over and over again, he's got no choice but to answer it, or else he's left with speculation like Mike Bloomberg. But he won't. But he he'll he would answer it different, bro. They're liars. He just lie. They're liars. Those women are all liars. That's, that's why, why there's practicing. that's why there's a non-disclosure agreement because you, they're are liars. Are you saying that she couldn't do it? I'm saying I don't think. With what I the way I've seen her get rattled and with the problems that she has running her campaign, I think that he'll crush her. The whole th- Bernie Sanders is the guy. Bernie Sanders is the guy. There shouldn't even be a debate. Bernie Sanders is the guy. If he can't beat him, none of the other candidates are going to beat him. He's the only guy I could beat him. Look, you know what? I'm 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 just going to say this now. Because she I has said so many things that go against her. When he first ran, when he very first ran, this is not a president. This is someone who wants to abolish whatever voting right we have, or misconstrue it in such a way to where our election means nothing. Oh, dude. No, I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you, like. You How about say, Donald Trump saying this? No, I'm not saying. I'm not, he's not going to say it. That's the thing. No, but like you're you saying just that said, hold on, hold on. Like you just said, he's going to kind of dance his way around it. But essentially, dude, like I have a lot of speculation, second word of the day, that we could be looking at another autocrat or dictator. Uh, dude, you're, I think you got a way out. I think you're way off. I'm just saying. There's no way. Look, I look, think dude, if anything, like, though, this is this is always how it happens. It's always slow, and just it's just people's pa- like passiveness and their complacency, bro. Dude, our complacency is going to get us into a place that we are not going to be able to come back from. I just I think uh, it's way overblown that There's, whole like he's a dictator, dude. To be honest, Obama was doing way more dictator stuff than Trump was. It's proven that. I, I, yeah, I don't They're having conversations about this. 
I'm just saying. I'm, I'm I was listening I to NPR this morning. I understand people are up in arms. People are upset because he's not. No, he's he's, he's got a guy that's uh, trying to. I, I I have to double check what the article is, but basically he's got somebody who's trying to get rid of some kind of rule or like statute. Dude, I'm looking at the Democrats are trying to keep get... him from being able to like continue his presidency at the end. You know nah, what I mean? I, th- I think of anything, bro. I think that his son. No, or, don't I think tell his... me no because this is a, th- a real thing. I'll get no, you. No, no, no. I was saying I'm, I'm, not, you. I'm just saying I didn't say no that it didn't happen. I'm saying that uh, I, just, I don't see. I think if anything, his son will run. Really? His son. I, his son, I'm dude. His son moves around in hunting circles. I've been watching. His son's. I think is gonna try and run next. Have you seen his son's wife? Who his son's wife is? No. Or his, his new girlfriend? I don't think they're married yet. No. She's she was the one that used to ru- that ran Trump's campaign. I think the son's gonna run. Trump Jr. <sighs> like you're looking at a new American political family. I think that's what you're gonna look at. Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts is he's gonna win again. Bernie's not gonna beat him. He's gonna win again. The Democrats didn't put up anybody. Dude, we Bur- can't. We can't. Do you want him to win? I'm not worried about it if he does. I'm worried about some things. Like what? Uh, environmental impact. Rolling back of EPA. Pro- like too many gonna, EPA like, protections. We're all. Did you. Okay. You know that we're out of the. Uh, I watched this on. Netflix. The climate change thing. No, we're not just out of that. We're also out of the IFN. Nuclear armament agreement with Russia. Yeah. This was the coldest war. God Damn, that movie was good. I'm so glad that I finally remembered what that movie was. On Netflix, it's called The Coldest War. Stars, ooh, old actor. I forget his name. YK. Oh, it's not a real, I thought it was a documentary. No, no. Well, if it is a documentary, it's like a We biopic. pulled out of the Iran, we pulled out of the Iran nuclear agreement, but that was so check not that even that old. That was like real five quick, years old. Just check this movie out because it's about check it out. a chess player who beats a Russian chess grandmaster. 20 years in the past present day it's 1960 I want to say 63 62 was the Cuban Missile Crisis something like that I believe it was 62 because uh, Kennedy was assassinated in 63 I think it might have been 61 might have been 61 <clears throat> I don't uh, remember now dude uh, the 60s are a fascinating era either way um, era. this dude goes back to play uh, chess against this other guy, and it's in the midst of the Cold War while the Cuban Missile Crisis is going on, and it's fucking intense the entire. When I say movie. great era, I mean like f- the cars and stuff. Sorry, I wanted. Oh Jesus! Oh, you're a Make America. Where's your fucking MAGA hat, bro? Get the hell out of here. I mean, sixties was. Get I like the sixties. Like sixty, the Impala, the Impala is a muscle car that came out in the sixties. The so music, you like the aesthetic. Yeah, I like the you aesthetic like the of the sixties. That's, that's what I meant. I feel that. Obviously, I didn't like the whole, you know, bigotry, hate, racism, black people with hoses and whatnot. Uh, Time Magazine came out with their latest issue today, mm-hmm. and it's about Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. and about how his impact has made a difference since 1968. Interesting. When they did the uh, Alabama bus boycotts. 68? I believe that's what it was. Was it? that many years between him and JFK getting shot? Yeah. I that, thought it was less. No, I know. I believe 66 was when the riots happened. 
or the the boycotts. Whoa, I keep forgetting what they're called. Um, I just know that sixty eight is when Sit-ins. MLK was assassinated, <laughs> and sixty three was when JFK was assassinated. I'm bad with those now. Yeah, I knew all that shit at one time. But no, I was just gonna say, uh, he. I think he's just. I think he's gonna win again. You know, it's like a well known, like fact, pretty much that the FBI killed Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, they lost the. His family won a, a civil case against the American government. Oh, really? Yeah, U.S. government. I didn't know that. They were found guilty in civil court for assassination. Good. J. Edgar Hoover. Wow. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Knew that He's he the was one who orchestrated it. Martin Luther King Jr. had been cheating on his wife. Terrible. A teacher asked me one time, he said, does it, does it dampen your opinion of him? I said, yes, it does. As a man, what I thought he was as a man. Doesn't dampen yeah, what does. he did. Yeah, but it doesn't dampen what I thought of him as a man. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It definitely does. Yeah. Meanwhile, Malcolm X never cheated on his wife. Look, dude, Malcolm X is a fucking was a fucking beast. You ever you ever read his autobiography? That boy was about it. He knew the shit. Like his, auto, his autobiography is one of my favorite books. I have it in my Amazon cart. Had he been a Christian and not a Muslim, he would be thought of as one of the great. He'd be thought of, I think, higher than MLK. I don't know. I think he was pretty radical. A lot of people were quote unquote frightened of him because he was radical. But he was much more radical than MLK. That's why uh, MLK got a lot of the play that he did was because Malcolm X was also a potential like speaker or mm-hmm. promoter for a lot of these events or rallies and things like that. Uh, but MLK, he's the Christian pastor, Christian, yeah, Reverend. Malcolm you know X I mean? was for segregation. Yeah, he was for segregation. He said blacks and whites shouldn't mix. Yeah, exactly. See, he was very radical. He was, uh, but he was starting. But to it's, ch- it's not. I wouldn't. That's the thing. It's not. It's not like it was a bad thing at all. Because I understand where he was coming from. Because it's funny, he's trying to preserve the culture. But it's funny we say that. Like, but uh, he actually, when we say, um, hmm. you comparing it to present day? No, like when we say, oh, he was for segregation, but he changed before he died. He was coming back around. Well, yeah, because I mean, he as everybody a, gets older, I think we get more liberal views. He like, had made as a, time goes on. He had made a pilgrimage to Mecca. He had said, "I see, I seen Muslims from all different skin tones from all over the world." Mm-hmm. He said, "All coming here to worship Allah." Mm-hmm. And he was starting to come around, but then they he's like, "Who am I to question him. that?" They killed him. My so final thought. I didn't even finish mine. Oh, you I hijacked. You I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, right, though. No, I was just gonna say, I think he's gonna win again. That just that hurts. But to I hear. well uh, yeah. But dude, I mean it's the same way. I'm sure there was somebody doing a podcast somewhere when Obama got elected a second time and was saying the same thing. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? There was somebody it's somewhere. True. You know, I think there's just a really loud voice right now, and like he's and because he's not a politician, he says a lot of things that are terrible. You know, like do we really believe that no other president did what he did with Ukraine? They all do it. Obama and Biden, they admitted they did it. They just did it like not right before, a few years ago to get the other guy out. It's like they all do it. The reason, I've already talked to you about this, but I thought that how they should, they could have, they could impeach him anytime they want for, for making too much money while he's being the president, but they all do it so they can't do it. But I think people are going to overreact and they're going to lose their minds. I, I'm surprised there's been no chance. Oh, I can't even say this. Never mind. But I'm surprised people haven't gotten really, really crazy. But maybe they have, and we just don't know about it. You know what I mean? It's going to be an interesting time, though. But the Democrats should have put up somebody good. But they'll have someone the next time around. They're going to groom somebody. Watch Gavin Newsom try and run. Watch. Watch. 
Well, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen there. But I think him and Bernie will, for, if anything, will be good TV. But I don't think Bernie could beat him only because the old school, uh, you know, old school Americans, bro, they're not going to go for a guy that they believe to be a communist. Americans don't want to hear that, bro. But yeah, I don't know. What's your final thought? My final thought. Get out and vote. Is it's Black History Month. Whole month? When I was <laughs> uh, last week at work, we had someone come speak. And he read his book. And I'll have to get back to you on what it was because it was a very powerful book. Definitely moved me while he was reading it. Uh, at the end of his reading, he asked four volunteers to come up for Black History Month trivia. No one raised their hand. Except for me. Nice. I said, you know what? I'm not going to get a single question right, but God damn it, I want to be that guy who raised lace my Jordans up and walk up there. I had cons on. Uh, he gets three other participants. Were they black? All of whom are black. Nice. <laughs> and <laughs> we proceed. Like that Dave to Chappelle skit. <laughs> we proceed to play the game. And you know black people. Good lord! I only got one question right. What were the questions like? Very difficult. They were asking. Uh, he, <laughs> um, he asked name five books. That were written by, um, name starts with a J. Jermaine Jackson. No, definitely not Jermaine Jackson. No, no, no. Janet Jackson. Like, I'm talking about these absolutely prolific writers from... James Baldwin. Like, the 18, like, 90s. James Baldwin? 1920s. Yeah, I believe, ni- yeah. It's probably James Baldwin. Keep yeah, I, that was definitely one of them. He said, name five books from him. None of us could do it. I don't think I can name five books right now. I only got one question right out of the probably 15 that he asked, maybe mm-hmm. 20. The most, the person who got the most only got three. So I don't feel very so bad at all. asking hard-ass questions. He like, was asking a break. very academic questions. He expected us to be much smarter than we actually are. In this year, a rebellion of slaves took over Fort James Colony in the lower Massapasa of South Florida. What? Was the cotton <laughs> yeah. that their loincloths were made out of? What was the name of the plantation from which these slaves escaped? Michael, we'll go to you. <laughs> but uh, that to be said, I had great rapport with the guy who was speaking, the author. Nice. And uh, we were just, we had really good stage presence back mm-hmm. and forth with each other. We were entertaining everybody in the crowd. He would. Did you call him nigga? No. <laughs> Good God. You called him, I would you answer. Called, you dude, called him brother. Okay, here, you called him brother. Like, brother you'll like no, this huh? one. Here, like, here's a question. My man. My man. He asked. <laughs> maybe you might know the answer to this question. He asked, who was the first uh, heavyweight. Jack Johnson. World. So Mike knew that instantly. <laughs> I said George Foreman. Nice. This guy. For a guy who doesn't know sports, though, that was a pretty good guess. This guy. Comes over to me with the biggest smile, laughing, and he goes, brother, brother, brother. (laughs) We got to get you a book. (laughs) That's hilarious. So all that to say, uh, let's celebrate black history. 
Every month, motherfucker. Why do we have to have a month? Yeah, that's a good point. I'm I not mean, one of those people that's like, why do we have to have a month for? Why do black people should be the same? It's like, let's celebrate black history every month. How about we teach it in school? Yeah, I like it. As part of the regular history curriculum. I like it, yeah. Since black history is 100%, American history. 100%. I like the fire you're bringing to this. So why do we have to have like black? I don't, like, I don't think there should be a black history month. It's just black history. It's just U.S. Hi- black history is American I history. I think that's a good point. I think it's a really good point. Yeah. Uh, all that to say. It's like, it's like, yeah, we gave you your month. Shut the fuck up. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. Here's your month. We give you a month. We don't want to hear it. Don't come over here begging for anything else. Oh, you want to get taught in schools now? Oh, your month isn't enough? That's how they feel. That's how they feel about it. You know who I'm talking about when I say they. You know who they is. It's just turning the mics way off. Them niggas over there. (laughs) (laughs) They niggas over there. I went to a high school, bro, that didn't... Mike, it's my final thought. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. But you got me, dude, you got me riled no, up. No, I saw it. That was a big mistake. I went to a high school that didn't even acknowledge Black History Month. It's like, oh, mistake. oh yeah, Black History Month. Uh, here's a Dr. King speech we'll watch during... That's terrible. Fucking, uh, you know... February 29th. Assembly. Yeah, here's an assembly. Dr. King. Dr. King. It's like some fucking like, biography from, like, 1983. Narrated by John Do Wayne. some research. Learn about black history. There's a lot of authors out there. There's a lot of great inventors. Men, women alike. George Washington Carver invented peanut butter. Yes, and he uh, invented stamp glue with uh, motherfucking sunflower oil. I don't know, but peanut butter is pretty... I believe that's what it was. Because that was one of the questions. Without peanut butter, we wouldn't have Reese's. This motherfucker goes, what did George Washington Carver use to create stamp glue? And all of us looked at each other like... I would have said peanut butter. I guess it can't be peanuts. (laughs) Why not? How about peanuts? No, because... And then one girl, she goes, peanuts? And he goes, no. And I'm like, peanut butter? (laughs) He goes, no. Jelly And he goes, it's not peanuts, y'all. And then we were like... Ooh, shit. what else did he invent? He invented hella shit. He did. Hell He's got like shit. a laundry list of patents. Like the pencil sharpener. 102, yeah, I think so, it is. Yeah. This man was putting in work, putting up numbers. Celebrate black history, y'all. Yeah. Eat, drink, smoke, vote. Ooh, that's going to be it until voting <laughs> season. I like it. Be merry. Nice. Yeah, you got to vote, man. Yeah, you do. And that's the ish. You know, in some countries, they don't let you vote. (laughs) It's always something, dude. It's It's always something.